Welcome back. I'm Lauren Hunter. And I'm Kate Vlasic. And this is Generation BSC, the podcast where two elder millennial women are reliving our childhoods one Babysitter's Club book at a time. And we could not be more thrilled to be back with you today. So excited, except I do need to remind you that we are geriatric millennials, not elder millennials. <laughs> and now I know we're back for sure. I've, let I've, go. I've always been, you know, once I realized that's what we were, I'm leaning in. I've, I've said that before on the show. I'll say it again. We're geriatric and I love it. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm right there with you. Honestly, I am full on leaning into my Golden Girls summer. I got my Moo Moo ready. Love it. I got my caftans. I got my giant sunglasses. So I actually, I think that is a great transition, speaking of summer and what our plans are, to tell everybody the great news. We are here, obviously. You're listening to this. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but some of you may be listening to this from the future ooh, and have just finished Dawn's sleepover episode and rolled into this to hear welcome back and um, some confusion. So just to fill you in on what is going on, we took a kind of extended break at the end of 2022. As we like to put it, Cokie Mason got the best of us. Um, we were our, I was my own Cokie Mason at the time. Or I actually, I prefer my brain was being a, co- a bit of a Cokie Mason to yeah. me. We'll look at it that way. We've talked about it before and, you know, I, I'm pretty open with, with my mental health struggles. Um, and things got really pretty bad at the end of last year. I had to take some time off work. I, um, actually did some outpatient therapy, so an intensive program, and it was really hard to, you know, admit needing that level of help, but it was one of the best things I've ever done. And um, since then, it's been, you know, not perfect, slow, steady, but progress and finally feeling like I am moving into a new and better chapter of my life. So we don't want to dwell too much on the ugliness of that piece of it. We want to focus on the future and what's coming and what fun stuff we have to look forward to. So let's move past that and talk a little bit about what are some of the fun things we did? What is what we've been up to for the last couple of months? Because it wasn't all doom and gloom. As you can hear, we've gotten to a fun, healthy, cheerful place. So (laughs) things have happened. How have you been, Kate? What have you been up to? What's going on? Well, work is always crazy, so we'll just leave that aside. But I did finally get to go on my trip to Egypt with my husband. Third time's a charm. We finally made it, and it was everything I hoped it would be and more. Um, I mean, like living real-life mummy except without actual mummies. So it was the and no Brendan Fraser. So I guess it wasn't quite as good or Rachel Weiss. Okay, it wasn't like the mummy at all, except that there were pyramids. <laughs> but it was, it was great in a different way. <laughs> I think that may be the my favorite sequencing of events ever, as you like process through in real time. And especially because I was going to ask, oh, really? How many bookshelves did you knock over? And did you take out half of the collection? <laughs> I didn't knock over any bookshelves, but I did, in fact, dress as Evie when I saw the pyramids. So there's at least that. <laughs> Well, well, well played. What was the coolest thing you saw? Was Or was there anything that you like weren't expecting that like surprised you? Because I mean, I know that's always my favorite thing on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, there, there's the big things that you like, I've got to see this, I got to see this. But it's always the ones that you don't expect. They're like, whoa, no idea. I mean, there wasn't necessarily I mean everything we saw was amazing and like there were things that I didn't really know like much about before we went that I was really glad that I got to see. But the thing I think that was just the coolest 
overall sort of generally is like everything was bigger than I thought it was going to be. And you like you see the pyramids, for example, in the movies and you're like, okay, that's big. And you expect it to be big, but then you're standing right underneath it or right underneath the Sphinx. And it's like, this is enormous and like beyond the scale you could ever imagine. And it was just so cool to experience that and also to experience things that are like, this has been here for 5,000 years. You know, like in America, there aren't that many things that have been around that long that were made by humans in particular. And so it's just kind of like, this is really cool. Like people were living here, made these amazing things, and they are still here. And it's just, it was great. It was great. (laughs) That is, that's really cool. Because I was sitting here thinking like, yeah, that's like the awe you get at the Grand Canyon. But you're right. That's, I mean, that's that's a different kind of awe. That's the, the nature awe. But like the awe of seeing what we like our, right. our ancestors our history like uh, things that we were building even then it ooh i almost yeah. got a little hopeful <laughs> for humanity for a minute there i'm like you know maybe not america per se but right. humanity humanity <laughs> anyway what what are some good things that you went through during our break well, I did manage to rewatch all 19 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. And yes, please note, I did say rewatch. I still can't help it. Literally, last night, got home from work and watched the two-episode uh, season finale. I, I'm, I, Meredith isn't even on the show anymore. I, and I, I can't. Uh, I've gotten better at my completest tendencies. I've been able to walk away from things, but there's something about it I will never be able to. But boy, howdy, it was... It was really weird rewatching it because of the fact that I have been watching it in real time. So like rewatching episodes, part of it was funny and like looking at, especially in the compressed timeline, the ridiculousness of some of it and like <laughs> exactly how soapy it is. That's really fun. But it was more like the time capsuleness of it. Like, oh, I remember where I was when this was happening and like who I was and what what was going on and where I my life at that time. And it was a kind of a weirdly nice companion to the really deep intensive therapy I was doing, both in the frothiness of what Grey's Anatomy was. Like I was not able to I, I wasn't going to be watching the Americans, right? Right. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> so it was a good level of entertainment, but it was also a really good like companion of examining my life. Mm. Those were the dark times, literally winter, dead of winter. As the sun's gotten brighter, honestly, it's been a lot of, I've been doing a ton of walking, which has been lovely. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and just kind of walking around. Um, Actually, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about ADHD, trying to really Hmm. do the work, learn how to work with my brain. That has been sort of the biggest takeaway is that while I've like acknowledged it, uh, clearly, I mean, I talk about it, I, I'm aware to some degree how it affects my life. I don't think I've ever really processed exactly what that means and like just how, just how impactful it is, mm-hmm. just how many things it affects. And so doing that right now, I am trying to learn those things and find those techniques. That and Lizzo. That, but that was last well, weekend, obviously. so that's still fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Between Lizzo last weekend and doing this this weekend, it feels like a graduation back into myself. So, ta-da! Yeah. I love it. Back to basics, back to fun, and most importantly, back to the BSC. Yay! <laughs> We're back. We're back. So let's talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Where do we go from here? What does it mean for us to be back? So we are dropping this for future, future. (laughs) Um, This is coming out as a little uh, Memorial Day summer kickoff. So it's coming out the Tuesday after Memorial Day. And we are officially back in session. So 
while we were away, we did a lot of thinking about, you know, how to make things more sustainable long term. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as you may have noticed, we tend to be a little perfectionist, high achiever, um, all go, no quit. Yeah, I don't want to say workaholic because neither of us really subscribe to that hustle no, culture. But definitely when not. We, but we both care about what we do, so we give it our all. Right. We, we don't really do things halfway either right. of us. We don't want to put something out that's not exactly what we want it to be on the schedule that we want it to be. And we were maybe pushing ourselves a little too hard to try to never take a break, stick to that every two weeks, and not really thinking about the fact that maybe if we put some structure around this, built in some breaks that we could plan ahead of time, there wouldn't be those situations where we've got a Cokie Mason coming in and derailing us, whether it's our brains or scheduling or computers issues, whatever. So if we build it in, we have some sort of flexibility and wiggle room to work around all the Cokie Masons that may arise. <laughs> and go figure, it's almost like breaks are productive and healthy and help you stay on track. <gasps> wow. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Who said I? all that money for therapy is wasted on me? It may take me a while for it to sink totally in, but it worth gets there it. eventually. <laughs> So here's what we decided. We are going to start tackling the podcast like seasons, like school semesters, actually, exactly. because we're going to be hanging out with our girls. And if they can be in a perpetual eighth grade time loop with pocket universes, so can we. We're going to lean in. So we've decided that we are going to start a semester release schedule. So we're kicking off the summer semester. We're going to have seasons of about six to eight episodes. So 12 to 16 weeks on our two, every two-week schedule, and then we'll take breaks, just like summer break, winter break, Christmas break, just like the girls. We'll have our own super special adventures, come back rested and ready to go. Those breaks will likely be two to four weeks is what we're kind of mm -hmm. thinking, so nothing too terribly long, um, and that will keep us going. So we'll have a summer session, two to four weeks, a fall session, two to four weeks, and then a spring session, two to four, and so on and so on. So that will keep us fingers crossed, on track. We're still us and life right. is still life and <laughs> Cokie Mason is still Cokie Mason. Right. There there will still be some flexibility maybe is a nice way to say it. As we're, we're still figuring it out. Obviously, we're this is our, you know, pie in the sky plan. We'll see how it goes. But I think we both feel really optimistic that this is the best way to be the most successful and not have there be unannounced breaks or delays or anything like that because as Lauren said we we want to put out the best product possible on the schedule that we've promised and we feel like this is the best way to to meet those promises and goals that we've set for ourselves and given to you guys exactly yes and I think one of the things that is really true for for certainly for me and and I just I don't want to speak for you, Kate, but I, I feel pretty <laughs> confident that I can. Is that one of the things that this extended break taught us is just how important this is to us. Like mm -hmm. literally my whole life fell apart. And um as I was trying to rebuild, this has always been one of the like pillars of uh, non-negotiables of this is what I'm mm -hmm. working toward to be back to. So we really think that this is going to make sure that that we can, you know, continue that. And if we do have to take breaks, we know that we will be back because this is it, it is the best. It means so yeah. much to us. So. Yes, it's very important to both of us and 
we can't not do it, basically, is what it boils down to. <laughs> it's going to happen, and it has to happen, and it will happen because it has to. <laughs> Maybe not quite as polished, professional, or consistent as, as some of the, um, you know, big name podcasts, but that's cool. We're we're just us hanging in our closets. Oh, actually, <laughs> I, I'm out of the closet. I built myself an office, but... I'm still in the closet. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll we'll find out how well the office works when I go back to listen to the audio. You may be thinking, oh, God, get out of your office. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> so that is our scheduling plan. We do know we are coming up to some exciting times in the books. We've been talking about this. We, we've already got the super specials. We are good. That's what we're going to be coming back with, one of those super specials. But we know we are now going to be moving into mysteries, super mysteries, uh, they started around this time releasing things like the chain letter and the portrait books and things like that. So we had a little bit of discussion around how we wanted to handle these things going forward, what we might want to take on, what might be too much. And so we have a tentative plan. And again, things may change because we like to be flexible. But going forward, we are going to keep treating the mysteries and the super mysteries as just regular books throughout the chronological time order. From the best of what we can tell from, um, we're, we're not reading ahead, but from the best what we can tell on, you know, the wiki and all of the the research material that we mm-hmm. use, that sounds very highfalutin for our, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> for Babysitter's Club. But in any case, um, from the best we can tell, it does keep that chronological order going. Um, they're not anything like completely out of left field. Right. So we're going to treat those as regular episodes, hopefully with guests. We may try to do some fun things to, you know, lean into some of the mystery episode, um, elements of that, but we'll figure that out as we get there. We'll figure it out together. There are those other specials we've talked about. I mentioned the portrait series, but also things like the California Diaries and the Little Sister series. We've talked about a little bit about how do we want to handle those? Do we want to look at them? Is it worth it? Which Leads me to our next point. We want to talk a little bit about the future of the podcast, which is, fingers crossed, going to include a Patreon that we'll be launching as part of our fall season. We're going to be using the summer season to get it set up, hear from you, and figure out exactly how to make this work. And then with the with the break, our plan is to launch with fall. We're not thinking it's going to be anything major. We're th- we're going to start with a $1 level. We are very excited. We got some logo stickers set up. So anybody who signs up at that $1 level will get a sticker and be part of whatever things we roll out in the future. One thing we are definitely doing, we've already started planning for this. So Kate, do you want to tell us a little bit about our rewatch project that we're, we're going to be launching in the fall here? Yes. One of the things we've been talking about wanting to do, you know, just hanging out with each other is rewatch the old episodes, you know, the the 90s version of the Babysitter's Club, you know, where Zach Braff was in an episode and then obviously rewatching the Netflix series because we love it so much and, you know, the movie and all of that. So one thing we thought would be fun because the way that we typically watch shows and movies is we comment on them. It, it's almost <laughs> like maybe not so much mystery science theater, but like kind of like that, you know, commentary. That might be an even easier way to say it. It's, you know, you listen to a commentary track of, you know, the creators or whatever. Obviously, that's not us. But we clearly have a lot of thoughts and feelings about everything Babysitter's Club related. So we were thinking it might be fun as a Patreon exclusive thing. We would essentially record ourselves watching the show. So we... We're still figuring out what that would look like, whether it's a video, if it's just audio track that you can, we say, hit play on the episode and 
starts and then we can you know sort of listen to us while you're watching it at the same time we'll figure it out but we we really want to revisit these things together in the same room and talk about them while we're watching them and we thought maybe people would want to hear that since you seem to want to hear us talk about the Babysitter's Club books. Maybe <laughs> other media would be interesting to you as well. Exactly. And like I said, we're just excited to do it together. And yes, that's a perfect description of it, the commentary track. And mm-hmm. I I don't know about you, but I used to love watching those, especially mm-hmm. like the ones where it was a little irreverent, the ones that was to feel more like us just like watching and commenting and like making jokes and like going off right. topic a little bit. Like it all-time classic. If you have not ever watched the Ben Affleck commentary on Armageddon, (laughs) do yourself a favor. It is he, every thought you've had about Armageddon, Ben Affleck had that same thought while they were filming and then says it to Michael Bay's face while he's, well, (laughs) we'll uh, ignore the substance abuse problems. We didn't know at that time. It was still funny that he was a little tipsy. That's a little sad. Now, anyway, it's very funny. Do yourself a favor. So- That is definitely one of the things that we're going to do. And then we also want to, again, based on interest, maybe look into, in the future, expanding into slightly larger tiers and adding things like the Little Sister books and and doing a series of those. Uh, Katie Schneller has has more than made herself known as uh, willing to talk about about Morbid of Destiny and Karen some more. So we might be able to con her into a you know, special feature of some kind. Maybe looking at those portrait series, maybe even getting into the California Diaries eventually. Uh, I remember really, like, that was when I thought I was getting grown up was, was the <laughs> California Diaries. That was kind of the bridge to Sweet Valley High for me. Oh, I love that. Well, and the other thing, when we had initially started having guests, we had talked about we would have a guest on to talk about a super special, and then that guest would tell us their favorite book from when they were 13, and we would do an episode about that. And we've obviously not been able to keep up with that, but we were thinking that would also be a perfect thing to put on the Patreon because it maybe doesn't fit quite as perfectly in our quote-unquote main feed that, you know... but you know, we love our guests. We think that they have really interesting voices and we'll probably choose some really great books. And while we love Babysitter's Club, we also love other YA novels and whatever might be chosen by our guests. And we thought it would be fun to continue to want to have those conversations. That really is kind of the point of all this. These are really cool things that we want to do that we would love to share with you that we hope and and think that you might want to have from us too. And that really is the point of the Patreon. One of the things as we've as we've taken this break and really evaluated, you know, putting seasons in, into place, putting schedules and breaks so that we can keep up is is recognizing uh, what all goes into this. And we this is why we went back and forth, but we did decide that um, if we want to be able to do these things, and we really do, we are going to want to do it through a Patreon so that we can use some of those funds to support things like editing, to support things like we'd love to get closed captioning. We that's mm-hmm. been a dream of ours from the from the very beginning. We've looked into how we can do that, you know, ourselves and it's just really not possible right. um in terms of the amount of work. So this is really about how we can A continue to be consistent and keep the quality like we've been saying and be how we can continue to grow and and do some of these fun things that we've been talking about but never really able to execute on this uh, is what we think would help us get there so look we know we're asking for money in a time when things are really hard and and shitty trust me i know big part of my life falling apart is financial freefall yay and so don't we're we're not mm-hmm. 
this is not pressure filled. Please don't feel like we're going to stop the podcast. If right. you- Everything's going to continue exactly as we have already laid out before we even started talking about the Patreon. Regardless, if no one even joins the Patreon, totally cool. We love you all. Podcast is going to continue exactly as we said it would. So again, like Lauren said, no pressure, no obligation. We love you either way. But if you feel like you would like to support us so that we can do some of these more expansive offerings, we would love that. But again, no pressure. Can you feel? We feel we feel weird about asking <laughs> for money. We're both like, like we're both like it'd be really nice, but please don't feel like you have to. But if you want to, please go ahead. But also don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a reason neither of us are salespeople. <laughs> we would be the worst salespeople ever. I I really I was. Uh, I was terrible. Anyway, so that's that's the deal with the Patreon. We are officially going to launch in the fall. We'll be launching with a $1 level. At that $1 level, we're going to start with everybody receiving a sticker with our logo and our commentary tracks, and we will build out from there. Um, in the meantime, through our summer season, if there is something that you have that's a suggestion or you want to contribute or an idea or you're like, oh my God, please do, I will give you a million dollars if you do this on the Patreon. Well, you know. Within reason. <laughs> we're um, open to it. And also, going back to what we were talking about before the Patreon, if you guys have any ideas about yeah. the mysteries and super mysteries, please let us know those as well. Because I I only read a few of the mysteries. I've never read a super mystery. I haven't read a mystery since I was a child. So I don't remember if there are differences. I don't know that, Lauren, you don't necessarily remember any like specific things. So if you no. guys have any recollections of things that might be different that we could use to incorporate I don't know, different segments or different specific topics that we talk about the way we do fashion every every episode. If there's something mystery specific that it makes sense to us for us to add something like that, please let us know because we would love to do that. And we won't know until we actually read. And at that point, maybe it'll be too late or it won't be consistent across all of them. I don't know. But if you have ideas on any of this, obviously, I mean, we're always open to suggestions. It's going to be fun. We're, I'm looking forward to the mysteries for that exact reason. Is mm-hmm. I just have no idea what to expect. So I'm just excited to, like I said, like Kate said, hear what, what is coming ahead. And if there's something that you want to contribute, we would love to hear it. You can do that. Probably the best place if you have like bigger ideas is our email. That's generationbsc at gmail.com. We do technically still have a Twitter, but I have not been on there since Elon took over. Same. And don't have any real desire. Sorry, I know we did, we did have some people who were we were fun fun talking to on Twitter, but we're looking for we're 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 looking for that next tree branch. We are still on Instagram. Kate is still posting some fun content there including her amazing Hodges Soleil original artwork that I'm so jealous but I'm so excited for her. Uh, it has found its perfect home. So if you haven't seen that, make sure you stop by and check that out. Leave a message for us there. We love to hear from you. Okay, I think that's all the business and the hard stuff and the ugly stuff and the asking for money stuff and all the all that. <laughs> uh, um, anything that we miss that we want to fill people in on before we get back to the real business at hand? I don't think so. I think we just need, since it's been a minute, to remind everyone about our predictions for our next super special, which is our first episode back in two weeks. You're right. You know what? Come to think of it, we should probably remind ourselves. Um, I don't know <laughs> that I remember what I predicted for New York. I also don't know that I remember the book. I could probably do a full new description, although I'm sure we came up with some outlandish and funny things that we should remind everyone of. But even having read the book now, because it's been a while, I have no idea what happens other than I assume they go to New York. (laughs) You are right. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Let's see. Okay. 
you're right. So in like two seconds here, we're going to drop in our predictions from the end of, of the last episode for those of you who it's been a while. Um, so you can remember and we can remember. But before we do, let's just do like a one or two. Like what what do we think we – if you oh, actually, I, I do remember the book. So I'm going to try to predict what I predicted. That's okay. That for me is funnier. <laughs> and then you try to remember the book. Okay. Um, what did I predict? I think I probably predicted something like it was a school trip. I, I think I probably stayed for like the regular. It was probably something school related that that got them all there. And then for the Atlant- outlandish, ooh, Stacy got a modeling contract, something like that, mm. like the like the model episode. That that feels like something I would suggest. But I, I do remember what actually happened. And uh, spoiler alert: neither of those predictions were correct. <laughs> what about um, you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I own the only thing I do remember. Is that there's like some kids that are like diplomats or something that they babysit and they keep thinking that they're gonna get kidnapped. I think it's it like Marianne and Stacy, maybe. That's like the only thing I actually remember. But I feel like they go to New York because they get another one of those week long, two week long school vacations that they get once a month, I would say. So my guess is they're like, Stacy, let's go to New York with you. And they all have hijinks like they always do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, well, <laughs> I am trying to remember the actual reason they got there, and I, I don't even remember now. So clearly, it wasn't much effort put right. into the reasoning other than so. It it's feels time to go very to New York appropriate. for a while. <laughs> we we got some time. Let's uh let's go kill some time in New York. Yeah, a a very standard thought for a thirteen year old. <laughs> exactly. I have a week off of school. I should definitely go to another state. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, I am so excited to be back with that. Let's see what we actually thought. So I think we're ready to discuss our predictions for our next book, which is a super special, which is very exciting. So our next book is New York, New York. I can't imagine what's going to happen in this one. I think we're going back to Disney World, (laughs) speaking of it. For sure. A cruise around the Bahamas. Maybe there's a Taz Tuckin in this one. (laughs) Well, we do have a very special guest joining us next week since it, or mm-hmm. again next week. We have a very special guest joining us next episode in two weeks since yes. it is a super special. So we're excited for you to meet another one of our librarian friends. Yay. Yes. It'll be a very good discussion. I'm sure of it. So do you remember this book? Did you read it as a child? I absolutely read it. And I vividly remember the cover of all of them kind of like arms around each other with the skyline in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't remember much of the details. I'm this is one I I've I can say with confidence that it's going to be coming back to me as I'm reading it. I'm certain okay. of that. But I don't not I don't have any big memories. So let's see. Let's go with a realistic prediction. Well wait, actually do you do you remember it? I yeah, I don't think I read this one. Oh okay. Somehow because there are definitely later super specials that I did read, but this one I did not read. So I it missed me. It passed me by no recollection whatsoever. Maybe, maybe I'll be surprised and be like, oh, yes, I did read this. I don't think that's going to happen. So I, first of all, think it's a little interesting that it's a super special at all, seeing as how it was literally the last book that they were going back and forth to New York right. twice in a weekend. So for it to, for that to warrant a exclamation point laden title <laughs> right. feels a little um whatever so i'm like trying to think of like what would be exciting enough to warrant a super special in new york so mm-hmm. maybe somebody wins a contest of some kind okay uh or like cuz they you know they won the lottery to go to california so something like that maybe to um seats to see a taping of a show or um 
a tour of something, you know, so, something like that. Maybe they had, oh, I got it. They had to write uh, essays like Logan oh, okay. and Veronica Mars and they won. Somebody's essay was picked to be like some kind of special New York thing. It was something that can attach to school. I'm not, I'm not yeah. quick enough this morning to come up with what that could be, but there's plenty. It, UN. We'll go with something UN related. That makes sense. And so they all go, and then they all have their disparate adventures. One of them's going to meet a boy. One of them's going to do something stupid and get in trouble. <laughs> one of them is going to get in a fight with one of the other ones. Okay, who hasn't? Claudia meets boys and Dawn meets boys a lot. Marion just broke up. Okay, I'm, I'm not going too far down this rabbit. We could be here for hours. So one of them meets a boy. One of them gets in trouble. Two of them get in a fight. And they're there because somebody won a school-related UN contest and they get to do some special event. Okay. I'm going to say they're there because it's like a long weekend from school. So I don't think it's going to be like a long trip. Okay. Um, and maybe maybe more like like a Thanksgiving. So like four days. Like They're not there for Thanksgiving, but like it's not just like Friday to Sunday. It's like maybe it's like Labor Day Thursday or- night to like Monday. So it's like a little bit more of extended, but I... They, they've already had so many, like, long two-week vacations all times of the year. So, like, I'm going to say not not a long vacation. But – I th- and I think they're just there because Stacey's like, the last time you guys were here, I was in the hospital. Like, let's have a, a fun adventure. I like that. So, so they all go. I think that I'm sure that Marianne's going to continue to be her, like, walking, you know, travel guide yeah. because that's just how she Marianne is, especially in New York. Um, I think, I like you, I think one of them is going to fall in LUV love. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm going to go ahead and predict because I think that it's the most unlikely. I think it's going to be Jesse. Because we we aside from Ben Hobart, you know, we don't really get a lot of the the younger girls getting interested in boys. So I think that's maybe a little bit more on the like outrageous prediction, but like I I think I think we're gonna get a Jesse love interest uh, of some kind. She's the only one who hasn't had one of those romantic plot lines so far. Right. So and I, that, I like that's, that. Yeah. So when I when I was doing my notes for this, I was like who do I think it's going to be? Let's let's go someone that we've gotten none of that from before, and we'll do Jesse. So we'll see. I I think that's unlikely because she's eleven, but yeah. we'll see where things go. And speaking um, of Ben Hobart, he has basically disappeared from the series. Yeah, I haven't heard about the Hobart boys. I'm sure at all. he will come back, back around. around. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. But yeah, it's weird that we haven't even gotten a like in passing because all of the books we get the like. Marianne had, I mean, they're broken up now. So she's like, oh, Marianne had a, it's oh, the only one of us funny. that's had a boyfriend. Yeah. And this one is like, oh, I mean, well, he's still alive. Exactly. His <laughs> name was Logan. It, well, it is. He's still alive. Right, it is. He's still, he, we just don't see him as much. <laughs> but yeah, we don't even get like an in passing reference to Ben Hobart or the Hobarts at all. We so, haven't seen those kids at all. That's what I'm saying. The last couple of books, I think we're in one of the pocket universes where the Hobarts never moved from Australia. Fair. So I like that idea. Um, okay, what else? I think. Oh, I think. Um, I think at least one of the girls is going to get like a babysitting job that's like oh, yeah. multiple times over their trip because that always seems always, to happen. Yeah. I I'm going to predict that it's even though Cece's dad doesn't still live in the building that they lived in. I think it's going to be um, Henry and Grace that she you know used to babysit for in her old building. I'll um, amend mine to say that somebody at the UN has a kid that one of the ooh. girls like takes Bonds under their wing and, and yeah, time, and, yeah and because they're 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 foreign and coming in and they're bored yeah and i'm thinking similar to like marianne and, and california girls but so yeah. it wouldn't be marianne right they wouldn't want to repeat that but although that feels like a very marianne, marianne thing, thing to do, to do. 
and and it also feels like a babysitter's club thing to do to repeat those plot lines. So we'll go with Mary Ann. <laughs> okay, I love it. Yeah, I feel like like Christy is going to be a little bit backburnered. You know, I like I just feel like maybe not. I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like in a lot of the super specials, Christy's kind of backburnered. I was just thinking that. You know? I was like, because what? So I think really that's do? where I'm coming from. Yeah, right? she's always just sort of like there and has like a little something you know like when they were in california she had her like i don't like the we heart kids club but like it wasn't really like a thing thing yeah so i feel like christy's gonna get another one of those like something's happening but like it's not really a thing thing for christy and i think that that makes sense i've never thought about this before but because she is like we talked about such the person who needs to control and lead and like drive the ship in this the the way the supers are specials are structured, first of all, and secondly, what they're actually doing in terms of the plot don't lend themselves well to those skill sets. Like in California Girls, that wasn't about a, an idea that she could like dictate or or control right. anything. She's just along for the ride. And that's not a very Christy place to be. So I think that that's right. why she gets backburnered. So that makes sense. And she doesn't – I don't remember Christy having strong New York feelings one way or another. Right. So yeah. I, I don't, you know, she's not going Marianne crazy about it, but, um, so actually that's what I will do then for my outrageous prediction. I am instead going to say, I'm going to make it all about Christy <laughs> and say that actually piggybacking off from the We Heart Kids Club thing that you just mentioned, let's say she learned a lesson there and realized actually there's a potential gold mine here if we franchise. So Christy is taking the babysitter's club. It's New York, New York, exclamation point, the takeover. And she's going to start <laughs> babysitter's club franchises all over the neighborhoods of New York and one in every building. And she's going to create an, a whole mini empire and, and become the next face of the babysitting revolution. I support that. Okay, so my outlandish, I think, I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of, even though we, like, literally just had a Jesse book, like, I feel like we haven't gotten a ton of, like, Jesse and Mallory getting, like, big adventures. Yeah. So my my outlandish prediction is the two of them are doing their own thing, or, they're, you know, they're on the streets of Broadway, and almost simultaneously, Jesse is sort of, like, dancing around, so you can tell that she has some dance talent. So... You know, there's a producer of a, a Broadway show that's like, oh, no, our star has been injured for this evening. Can you dance? We need you to, to, to perform for one night only. She'll be back on stage tomorrow. We just need you tonight. So Jessie gets her Broadway debut in, you know, some musical where she doesn't have to sing. She's just like a, a star dancer in the yeah. show. And at the same time, Mallory gets scouted to be a model because she has this interesting look. The, the look that she has hated so much in California, she's now being praised for and she gets to, you know, do like a, a magazine photo shoot and she gets an agent by the end of the episode or by the end of the book. I love this journey for Mal. And you know what's funny is the very first thing that popped in my head when we, we I started thinking about what my regular, my real prediction was, was maybe Jesse's performing in New York because oh. – and, and, and I was like, ah, we just had that plot line. But I was like, I love that um, – it, it, I mean, I was envisioning a more realistic version than her being spotted on the street. But right. I just love that we both went there. So I, I think the only other thing that could top both of ours is – Godzilla. 
Mm, I like it. Yeah. So on that note, I think that it's time to wrap things up for, for this okay. episode because I want now to go read New York, New York and um, see how right we are yeah. or how how incredibly wrong we are, which is sometimes even more fun. But I'm also going to be watching Clueless as soon as we wrap up here today. Apparently. Also a good call. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. I, I can't wait to listen to this episode again because it's been so long since we've talked about it and I'm very excited. But yeah, I think that might be everything we need. We're very excited. But Lauren, any other final club business before we wrap this thing up? I think the only final club business is is reminding everybody what comes next. This is Memorial Day. Our next episode will be out in two weeks, which is June 13th. And we'll be back on our regular bi-weekly, every other week. We debate this every time. We'll be back <laughs> on our every other week schedule for our summer season through the next number of books. And um, we'll let you know when when we decide we're uh, getting to it since we're, you know, not not getting exact with the number of books, uh, we will announce before we're, you know, a book or two before we're getting ready to go on right. break. So, um, but from here on out, we look forward to a summer of the BSC. Yes. We're so excited to be back with each other, with you. And I think with that, I'm Kate Vlasic. And I'm Lauren Hunter. And this episode of Generation BSC is now adjourned. Say hello to your friends.